0: Welcome to this exclusive Nutri Ingredients podcast with Professor Albert Flynn, Chair of the European Food Safety Authority's Scientific Panel on Dietetic Products, Nutrition and Allergies, otherwise known as the NDA. I'm Shane Starling. The NDA is the European Union's much maligned health claims panel. It recently hosted a congress at its headquarters in Parma, Italy where about 400 industry members turned up with dossiers of urgent questions about their rejected health claim dossiers. One of the key concerns was the NDA's communication with applicants or the lack of it. Professor Flynn said the agency and the NDA wants to be chattier but is restrained by a lack of cash and is therefore forced to be selective about who it talks to.
1: What we have... Uh, done because we had this uh, discussion one year ago also when we had another meeting with the stakeholders and uh, we have responded by increasing the communication between EFSA and the applicants uh, in particular during the evaluation process and uh, we employ the so-called stop-the-clock procedure quite frequently now in order to clarify with applicants Uh, particular aspects of their application. So we have certainly increased the communication there quite significantly over the past year. Um, How far we can go with this, we keep it under review in order to get the best communication possible. Uh, But uh, clearly it comes to a point where uh, the amount of time that's devoted to the communication uh, really becomes very difficult uh, to sustain for uh, EFSA and uh, then there's only so far we can go.
0: So it becomes a, a resource issue?
1: Well, it does become a resource issue because uh, the volume of applications is quite high. Uh, the Article 13 list is very long, as you've seen, and um, it's really uh, quite, a demanding, um, quite a demanding task for EFSA on the evaluation of claims. I think EFSA is doing it very efficiently, uh, and I would say in a very timely way but um, there will be a limit to how far EFSA can go in devoting time to communication with applicants, and especially if every individual applicant uh, would require uh, meetings with EFSA. Uh, Clearly, if one applicant uh, can have a meeting, then indeed all are entitled to it. So it's just very difficult to provide... the opportunity for every applicant uh, to have meetings. But
0: then how do you select? If if you're saying you don't have the resources, how do you select which applicants get the communication and others that don't?
1: Well, we have no way of selecting in any kind of fair way uh, why some applicants should have a meeting and why others wouldn't. And that's part of our difficulty, that if one applicant has a meeting, then others clearly will feel that they're entitled to one as well. So is it somewhat Uh, random? it becomes a major resource issue if we have to have meetings with every applicant and and clearly we can't uh, treat applicants differently
0: so it's so then are you saying then that therefore it's it's none it's not it's none it's all or none and if you haven't got the resources for all then it's none
1: well for the moment we we are looking at uh, what can be done in terms of communication overall uh, with the individual applicants it's something we have under review all the time to see whether it can be improved for the applicant and also indeed for ESSA. So we keep it under review, but uh, at this point we're not sure uh, where this will lead to uh, because clearly there are constraints on what can be done.
0: Look to Nutri-ingredients for further excerpts from this podcast where Professor Flynn refutes criticism that the agency is unevenly applying scientific criteria.